Hi everyone, this is Sarah Harvey with the Psychic Medium School Podcast. I'm really excited to chat with you guys today. Today we are going to talk about the waxing gibbous moon, which we are currently in that phase right now. Today is February 23rd, 2021. And I'm gonna have other episodes that you're gonna want to check out coming up. If you're not a follow, or if you're not following this podcast, you probably should because I'm gonna talk about all these different uh, moon phases, and I'm gonna talk about what happens or how it affects your personality when you were born in this moon phase. So during the waxing gibbous moon, the moon is more than fifty percent illuminated. And it's becoming more illuminated, but it's not quite full. So during this time period, the the rule of thumb is waxing means bigger and waning means smaller when you think about the moon and the phases. And when the moon is waxing, you should be adding things. And when the moon is waning, you should be getting rid of things. So... When the moon is waxing, some of the things that you could be doing at this time are starting new projects, writing new books, putting out new podcasts, putting out new YouTube content. If those are the things you do, if you're spiritual in nature, these are going to be times that you can be manifesting things, that you can be learning more spiritually, growing spiritually. Uh, You may want to start new relationships, friendships during this period of time. This is an excellent period of time to start new things and to start growing those new things and building on them. And another thing that's really good during this time is to inspire others. This is the perfect time in the moon phases to be inspiring others. And so some of the things, the characteristics of moon phases or of the people born in the waxing moon are that they are really curious. They have a really curious nature and they're overall that are really optimistic people and they're adventurous, but they like their comfort as well at the same time. So in most cases, as a child, people who are born in the waxing moon tend to be a little bit timid. And so it's really good if you have a child that was born under the waxing moon that you spend time helping them get out of their comfort zone. So I believe that I was actually born under waxing moon. And when I got out of my comfort zone, uh, boy, I don't know if the world was ready for that. Uh, <laughs> so... They should learn to embrace discomfort because the best things in life happen when you're outside of your comfort zone and in a positive way. So um, this doesn't mean if you're experiencing something bad. I mean, we do sometimes learn from the things that we experience that are bad, but this just means like just embracing uh being positively out of your comfort zone, trying new things and being more adventurous and just, you know, making your positive impact on the world. So that's a little bit about uh, people who are born in the waxing moon. And so I really want to talk to you guys today about the new moon in Virgo, or excuse me, the full moon in Virgo that's coming up. And that is actually 
coming up here real quickly in the next few days. So I'm going to have an episode about that as well. And we are going to talk about what it means for, it's called the snow moon. The snow moon is the moon that's in February. And we're going to talk about uh, what it means to have uh, the full moon in Virgo. And that'll be, um, we're going to, I'll probably put that out in the next couple days in the podcast. Um, That's definitely going to be an awesome one to listen to. And if there's any other podcasts, um, podcast ideas that you have for me, things you want to hear about, definitely reach out to me. I always put um, the free group, free Facebook Exploring Claire's group um, in the description And if you're not following this podcast, you really want to follow the podcast because I'm going to be putting a lot more podcast um, episodes out that are answering people's questions. So why is it important to live, um, live your life based on moon phases? Well, I can tell you this. The Farmer's Almanac that has been produced for at least a good 100 and I want to say 120 some years plus... Um, It's actually based, the weather in it is based on moon phases and uh, the way that we plant is based on um, not only moon phases, uh, but also um, the moon phases, what what time frame they're in, but the moons themselves, each full moon is actually named after um, when you think about uh, growing things and farming, hunting, um, what the weather's like in that time period. Um, I know especially for us here up in north, uh, north in the United States, um, I live in Iowa, so uh, all of these different things we're experiencing, um, the moons, it actually does pertain to different things that are happening in that time period. So February is the snow moon, and basically it's described, uh, it was actually... Um, a lot of like a lot of Native Americans or ancient cultures came up with these terms, and I think it's really interesting because the snow moon was actually named uh, for how it the snow and the ice would crack the trees, and that's just what I'd what I'd uh, read about it, and so I think that's really interesting because basically in ancient cultures that's what they had is to look at the world around them and see with the things that they went by when they were traveling or, you know, moving around when they're hunting, when they're out gathering things, um, different things that they're doing just in their daily life. They're looking at the world around them and they're naming, um, the trees or the moons off of that. And that's how they knew that's what, what their calendar was actually based on. So, and I know, um, I've talked about this, uh, with Misty Bass, the mystical, mystical witch that's in a previous podcast, um, that we talked about moon phases. And one of the things that we talked about that I thought was really interesting is that, um, in ancient cultures, ancient Egypt in particular, they had actually, um, been growing plants and things based on the moon phases. And I assume they probably built based on the moon phases as well, because different, uh, pyramids, have shadows that go in different directions at different times. So they were very aware of what the moon phases were and they were living by the moon phases. So I don't think that makes our culture any different um, because basically it's a shift in uh, the water around the earth 
and where it's at and that's what causes the shift in energies and so when the moon is a different is different or in different phases the uh, the water on earth is in a different area right so that's really important when it comes to when you were born if you haven't taken or found a, a natal chart and you don't know when you were born or what moon phase you were born on definitely check out um i think it's cafeastrology.com i'm not an affiliate for them i just absolutely love their site and they have free ast- astrology charts that you or natal charts that you can get on there absolutely amazing they actually keep you updated on moon phases too which i really like uh but one of the things that um is important as well is the planet's alignment uh based on the sun and the moon and so i know uh and i didn't i haven't really studied a whole lot of astrology in my past so i thought it was really interesting when i started digging deeper into it because i truly do think you could spend a lifetime learning about astrology or spiritual astrology and still not have any i mean you would know but you still could learn more and more and more right so if you don't know what your sun sign is, your sun zodiac sign, your moon sign, and your rising sign, I definitely would check that out on astrology or cafeastrology.com and get your natal chart because it shares all that with you and it actually describes it. It actually has um like all the information typed out for you. So my personal Sun, moon, and rising sign are Scorpio is my sun sign. Uh, Aries is my moon sign. And Scorpio is my rising sign. And so when I started to learn about this and learn about the characteristics, because I hadn't even really dug into the idea of a moon sign yet, right? So when I started to dig into this and the characteristics, I was listening to, you know, different channels on YouTube and I'm like, that's me. That's me. I totally get it now. Like, so your moon sign is your emotional sign. Uh, so being an Aries, there's certain characteristics of an Aries that go, that are in line with my emotional behavior or my emotional senses. And so I really think that's interesting to learn about. If you don't know that about yourself, definitely check it out. And if you are uh, in the Exploring Clara group, share your, share your, uh, sun, moon, and rising sign. I would love to hear what you guys are. Uh, I think that's a really great topic to talk about it because we could just talk, we could seriously talk forever about that topic. Uh, but it's really cool to know that it'll really give you an idea about your personality and different ways to like cope with different things in your life. Like I know, uh, part of mine as an Aries in the, um, as an Aries, uh, moon in Aries, Basically, it said that I I could sometimes be impulsive, or that I I ins- I should I insist that I get my way. I've learned a lot as an adult, you know, through the years that I can't always get my way. But everybody likes to get their way, right? But those are the kinds of things that it'll teach you about your personality that I really think are important to understand about yourself, and especially in your relationship too. I know I talked with Sherry Fuentes. Um, in a podcast, a couple podcasts back about the five love languages. And if you understand your partner's sun, moon, and rising signs, you will understand why they are the way that they are and be able to 
you know, then they'll be able to navigate. Your relationship can get a little bit easier if you understand each other at that those levels. Not that everybody has relationship problems, but, you know, not everybody gets along 100% of the time. And what I find is, so my my boyfriend is actually, he's a very, like, passive person in a lot of different ways and just amazing. And he is, like, he's the guy that would give his shirt off his back to actually help someone. And I really find that like when I'm looking at his, cause I looked up his Zodiac, uh, sun, moon, and, uh, rising. And I thought that was really interesting cause really in line with his personality. I'm curious too, how many of you guys think that your sun, moon, and rising are on point? Is there people that don't think it's on point? Um, yeah, I, that's int- that's interesting to me, those types of conversations. The compa- compatibility is interesting to me, too, because not every uh, Zodiac sign, I think it has a lot to do with life experience, too, and how you deal with your, you know, the shadow sides of your Zodiac. But, yeah, definitely share that. I'd love to hear that from you guys. And I look forward to seeing you guys on the next podcast. And let me know if you have questions. Definitely jump into the Exploring Claire group. And I look forward to sharing the other moon phases with you guys and different ways that you can be productive in those moon phases. Have a great day.